That Sober Guy podcast contains adult content, merciless truth, and emotional nudity. Listener discretion is advised. Yo, what's up? Thank you for tuning in today. Thanks to humans for bringing us in. Thanks to you for supporting the show. I'm Shane Ramer. You're listening to That Sober Guy Podcast, and we help people stay sober. Always good to be back for a holiday podcast this week. Christmas is near. New Year's is right around the corner. And that's why today's message is titled, Five Ways to Stay Sober and Lessen the Stress at Christmas. And let me give you one bonus way for you real quick that's not part of the five someone asked me recently what i use for daily affirmations uh and one of the things that i love to use is transitions daily and it's a daily aa email and you can check that out by going to www.dailyaaemails.com and you get it delivered right to your inbox every day it takes about five minutes to read they also have a great podcast so you can get it in audio format if you'd like so that's one of my favorite tools uh, not a sponsor plug, anything like that. Just homies of daily AA emails. Lots of love for that uh, group. Uh, so we appreciate them. And I highly recommend that as a daily affirmation tool. And I also like to use uh, daily Bible verse, which is uversion.com. Uh, they have an app. So I get a daily Bible verse delivered right to my inbox. So I can start those two things, uh, start my day out with those two things. So those are some good ones there. So, like I said, ho, 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 the classic Santa Claus. I have no idea where that came from, ho, ho, ho. What is the background on that? I should have looked it up, but I didn't. But Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, uh, Happy New Year, all the good stuff. Happy Thanksgiving was about a month ago. We did one of those where I kind of set them all together. Happy Thanksgiving, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, uh, what is it? Happy New Year, all that stuff. I love the good old-fashioned Merry Christmas. I'm a Merry Christmas Kind of guy. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Kiss my ass. Kiss his ass. Kiss your ass. Happy Hanukkah. One of my favorites. And I have a few announcements following that. So Merry Christmas. Let's get down to business today. Some announcements. Uh, we have uh, a couple of things I want to uh, touch on before we get to five ways to stay sober and lessen the stress at Christmas. Uh, number one, first and foremost, let me just thank you guys for an, an amazing uh, 2019, the whole year. Uh, this year has been awesome, challenging, ups, downs, um, lots of cool things happened. Uh, been, been able to stay sober another year, which is amazing. And I really uh, respect and appreciate and love you guys out there who listen to the show and interact. Uh, this show helps keep me sober more than you know. I think sometimes more than I know. So first and foremost, I just want to thank you guys for everybody who listens, contributes, writes in, uh, spreads the word, tells the friend, tells a friend about a show, tells their group about the show. Um, so once again, thank you. Now, this will be the last podcast for 2019. I'm going to take a break. 
I'm going to spend some time with my family and my friends over the holidays for the next couple of weeks. Uh, so I wanted to uh, just to mention that. I think we'll be back sometime January 10th-ish. So we'll take a couple of weeks off, take a break. You guys all take a break too. Hope you hit some meetings up. Have a good time with your family, with your friends. Uh, use the tools that you've learned along the way. I'm going to do the same thing to help keep myself sober through the holidays. We have some fun things planned uh, for the next few days up until Christmas though. And I kind of wanted to share that really fast as I kind of let loose and get unplugged and just try to drop in fully to that Christmas, uh, spirit. Um, we're going to do some ice skating, uh, the old annual holiday skate with Jess and the kids. We do it every, uh, every year. I, we've done it the last two, three, four years, somewhere around there. Uh, but I, I was thinking back as I was kind of putting some of this together and I, I remembered back when I ate crap uh ice skating in the old Raymer family christmas ice skate december holiday fest ma uh, madness extravaganza you know when you get that uh if you're a dad out there listening you kind of feel me you get that dad that dad thing going you're like oh yeah i got this man i'm i'm ice skating now right we're going you go around in a circle it's got they got a holiday scene in the middle christmas scene uh christmas tree you know present big blow up stuff in the middle of the ice rink and so we've been skating around this thing and i start getting a little overly confident right I got it. Yeah, that's right. I can skate. I used to skate. Who who knows about Raymer's aggressive inline skating skills? Busting a shifty on the old K2 fatties. Actually, I don't think I had K2 fatties. I think I had rollerblade, the all blacks, but all my homies had fatties and I could never really wear them because they were flat footed. And anyway, beside the point, I'm ice skating and I'm thinking I'm all bad, right? I'm bad. That's right. And all of a sudden, I get a little more confident, a little more confident. And, you know, even the kids are like, wow, look at dad. He's really going after it, right? He's he's a good ice skater. Check him out. I'm cruising around the thing. <laughs> All of a sudden, in the middle of the ring, I just eat it right on my face, right on my on like my side and like rub my face on the ice. My I'm all wet. Just comedy, man. I get up and I'm like, all right, I don't think I'm hurt too bad right now. But man, that's what we do as dads. Who cares, right? We got to let loose. We're having some fun, getting down. Hopefully, I don't eat crap again this year as we do the old ice skating thing. So it's kind of thinking of that, like what traditions do you have? What things do you like to do? And more importantly, how can you spend some time with your family, with your friends, and be in, in the moment um, you know, and have some fun at the same time. We're, we're also, one of the other things we have planned, uh, and I kind of want to get, give a little love to the homie on this cause it's such a great event. Uh, we're going to neighborhood hope dealers, annual Christmas toy drive on Saturday. Uh, and if you're in the, in the area, uh, Vacaville, Solano County, Northern California area, it's December 21st, 470 East H street in Dixon, California. Uh, we're looking forward to this and, and I, Here's what it is, basically. I mean, obviously, you probably know what a toy drive is. You bring a bunch of toys so you can give some toys for Christmas to some kids who don't have toys. They're also doing a free concert. Uh, it's sponsored by Neighborhood Hope Dealer, uh, which the founder is one of my buddies uh, and hip-hop artist. And uh, actually, he's from Vacaville as well, Wordsmith. Uh, now, some of you may remember Wordsmith from episode 239 when we did the uh the live show at uh, at journey coffee out here in vacaville 
and uh, Wordsmith came on and had some great things to to say just about God, about recovery, a little bit about his own story and uh, what he does with Neighborhood Hope Dealer. And what does that stand for? Hope stands for helping others prosper eternally. And basically the idea behind uh, Hope Dealer's Christian ministry is not to wait for people to go to church, but to actually bring church to them. So uh, Wordsmith and his team are out uh, and, and what they say from hood to hood and block to block out in the communities. Um, and the toy drive is just a kind of part of a larger program that includes some motivational speaking, some uh, music performances, uh, which is what we're going to go do. We're going to bring some toys out this weekend and uh, we're pumped. We love contributing to this, being a part of it. Uh, we also get to listen to a good word from Lee Majors and some hip hop worship from uh, Wordsmith, Seven Deuce, Miles Minnick uh, and more are going to be there. So if you're in the area and you want to check it out, or if you're not in the area and you just want to check out who, what neighborhood hope dealer is, uh, who wordsmith is and kind of what their organization's doing. Um, you can also, you know, you can contribute online as well. Go to neighborhoodhopedealer.com and you can check some of that stuff out there, but we are super pumped about that. Cash has been beatboxing lately. Are you kidding me? <laughs> 38 year old dad Raymer beatboxing on a podcast. Are you kidding me right now? But I find myself walking around the house now doing that crap. And it just comes kind of like subconsciously because cash is constantly beatboxing and rapping. Yo, my name is cash. I'm not, I'm not coming from the trash. His new one is yo. When I see my boy blocking, I'm no, I see my boy pocking. I'm running around the block. I'm like, is he talking about Tupac? Like how does he, he's five. I don't know if he's talking about Tupac or not, but he's got these rhymes and these, and these beatboxing skills. So it'll be fun to go bring some toys out to some, to some kids, to a good cause here a little bit of music and maybe cash can bust a flow as well. So wanted to share a little bit about what the Ramers are doing this Christmas. Of course, we're going to be with family. We're going to be with some friends. Uh, so we can't wait for that as well. And uh, really kind of dive into that uh, family and giving spirit, which, which hopefully, man, we, what if we could just possess this spirit year round, right? A buddy and I have talked about this a couple of times. Like why, why can't we just have that attitude throughout the whole year instead of just around Christmas time. So something to work on, something to kind of think about and be conscious of as we go into this new year in 2020, um, just having that giving uh, spirit, that service mentality helps to get us out of ourselves and uh, really is just a, a, a great way for me to actually try to practice uh, living in. So we're going to dive into five ways to, I'm going to shut my pie hole in a minute here and, and we'll get to this five ways to stay sober and lessen the stress in Christmas in just a minute. But before we do that, be sure to check us out at thatsoberguy.com. You can also connect with us on Instagram at real that sober guy and on Twitter at Shane Raymer. Now, Foundations Recovery Network, I just want to give a huge thank you to Foundations for working with us for the last few years. Uh, they've provided opportunities for us to serve the recovery community through podcasts uh, and not only digitally, but also out at their conferences. Um, you know, we've been to Nashville, uh, we've been to San Diego, we've recorded over 50 podcasts at their conferences and talked to some great people in the treatment industry and people in recovery. Uh, really, some of our family's best memories have been in San Diego together because I get to bring the kids and Jess down uh, with and they kind of hang out while I work. 
And it's just been a, a great time. We've made some great relationships and just a huge thank you to them. It's been an honor to work with them uh, and such a great team over the last couple of years. But as I, I don't know if I'm going to get this right or wrong, whatever, but what's the saying, all good things come to an end at some point, we're going to be having a new partnership, a new sponsor as we move into 2020. Uh, and I'm excited to announce that. So stay tuned for that as we move into the new year. Uh, and the first uh, uh, Sober Guy podcast will announce that. Uh, like I said, I think it's, it's January 10th. We're going to do that. But you know, one more time, thank you to Foundations Recovery. Uh, we love you guys. We appreciate all the good relationships and good times over the last few years. Uh, so thank you again. Um, now, is your New Year's resolution, which we're going to talk a little bit about resolutions, I believe later on, what the percentage is of resolutions that are actually kept. But maybe you have a resolution. Maybe you don't call it a resolution. Maybe you just say, man, I want to cut back on my drinking. I want to quit. We have a course, a digital course called How to Navigate the First 90 Days of Sobriety. Uh, it's not a magic potion, uh, but what it does is help bridge that gap to help give you some tools so you can start to wrap your brain around what it might take uh, to help you either cut back, to help you quit, to understand a little bit maybe why you're drinking so much and what a better time than the holidays in the new year. Uh, so it's $25 with the promo code half off. Go to that sober click on courses uh, and you can find it there. All right. I wanted to read a couple of iTunes reviews or at least one of these. We had a couple recently. Um, and I thought this one, this one was good just because it explains a little bit what I know so many people go through, including myself, went through some of this stuff. But after a failed attempt at sobriety without working a program, went back to rehab, tried again. This comes, by the way, this is a five-star review. It comes from Big Mouth, uh, Big Mouth 2. Uh, this time I got a sponsor and I started going to meetings. Thank God the gift of desperation outweighed the fear of the unknown. Uh, that's where I started listening to sober, uh, sober guy, even though I had supported my family and friends journey was mine. And in the beginning I was lonely and it was very intimidating. I had no friends in sobriety besides my sponsor. How many of us have been through that when those early days, like we just feel like we don't have anybody because we're trying to, uh, not distance ourselves because we're trying to, to, to not you know, to disrespect or be jerks to our friends, our old friends, our acquaintances. We're just trying something new. And a lot of the time we move away from a lot of those people in our lives. Sometimes it's even family that we have to do that for. And so, you know, here he says, I had no friends, but my sponsor I had no frame of reference on the feelings I was having or any idea what a sober life was supposed to look like or feel like, man, I've been there. Like, what is this like? I was so accustomed to drinking and, and having that as a part of my life, it was so foreign to be without it. But it goes on to say, by accident, I stumbled across the podcast. I was immediately hooked. Uh, heard Shane share his story. Heard some other people share their stories. There were a lot of things I was feeling. It finally made sense. And uh, for the first time, uh, and that was five months ago, and I still listen a lot. And uh, the podcast has helped me out a lot. I'm glad I'm on the right path. Thank you. So uh, Game Changer, uh, that was the headline by Big Mouth 2. Thank you for that review on iTunes. 
Um, and also DC room nine just says, love the podcast, five-star review. I've uh, been listening to it for about a year now. And uh, the episodes are filled with the perfect amount of advice, humor, and truth. So thank you for that. If you haven't left us a review on iTunes, please do so. Um, we're just, uh, we're just about to hit 300 reviews. So if you could go on and do that, that'd be great. You push us over the edge for the holidays. It'd be a great way to go into uh, 2020 and I love you guys. Once again, thank you for doing that and showing us some love. Um, couple celebrations real quick. Scott from Boston. What's up, Shane? I just hit six months. Haven't had this in a long time. Thanks for the inspiration. Keep up the great work. Scott from Boston. Congratulations. Six months is huge. Um, keep it up, man. And hopefully I get to get out to Boston soon. I want to hit Fenway and watch an A's game in Boston. Uh, this next one, urgent cherry pie news from Dan H. This is one of the best headlines in an email I think I've ever had. And for those of you who listen to the show, you know my struggle with cherry pies, hostess cherry pies. You're going to find them in the outside trash can or stuffed way in the door because it's a little secret of mine that's not a secret anymore. I love cherry pies. <laughs> so Dan sends me this email and it says urgent cherry pie news, uh, which is hilarious in itself. I thought it was pretty dang funny, but uh, Dan H says, I'm now 15 months sober, been listening to you the whole time. Um, and then he also asked, what's the new human song you played in the new intro? And for those of you who don't know who liked that jam, uh, shout out to humans, by the way, uh, check those guys out. Uh, but the song is called going late and, uh, that's the intro song to the show. And, uh, you can, uh, that, that's off the album going late as well. So you can find that on any of the media platforms, iTunes, Spotify, buy it, help support those guys. Uh, but Dan says, keeping my blood clean, Dan H., so much love, man, with the urgent cherry pie news. Thanks for the laugh there. And then Leah S. Uh, had a week recently, one week. And y'all know, man, I don't have an applaud. I used to have an applaud uh, button here, but we can do this one. Wow. One week sober. That's right. That definitely deserves wow. a wow. Uh, good stuff there. We all know how, how tough that can be just to get to those first few days. So Leah S., congrats on that as well. All right, let me take a breath here. Let me take a quick drink. Lots of announcements today, I know, guys, but it's the end of the year. Last podcast of 2019, so we got to get some things out before we jump into what are we? What are we doing today? What do we get? What are we gonna get? Can I refill your eggnog for you? Get you something to eat? Drive you out to the middle of nowhere? Leave you for dead? No, I'm doing just fine, Clark. I couldn't wait to play that. Glad that to is. Be here. One of my favorite movies, Christmas Vacation, five ways to stay sober and lessen the stress at Christmas. It definitely uh, isn't having Cousin Eddie around the whole time. I love some of the looks on Clark's face as you watch that movie. Lucy and I were watching it recently, and there's just some of the some of the disgusted looks on there, just so classic around the holidays. But what are five ways to stay sober, number one, and then lessen the stress at Christmas time, is it even possible? Um, you know, and and I know some of these may seem a little a little simple, uh, but I can tell you from personal experience when I'm in these, when I'm actively practicing these, when I'm acknowledging these, when I'm conscious of these, they really do work. So, uh, five ways to stay sober, lessen the stress at Christmas. Number one, focus on giving. Focus on giving. How many of you? And when I say you, I include me in that. How many of us, maybe then should I say, have acted like selfish buttholes during your drinking careers? 
Like how many of us have done that? I know my, both my hands are up right now. If you could see me, that was one of my biggest issues. Everything was always about me, what I want, what I can get. How, how is this going to benefit me? I'm not going to do anything nice for you unless there's something, even if I don't even act like that or don't even really think about that, there's always going to be something in it for me is why I'm going to do this. Me, 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 I, 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 I. Now this attitude never got me anywhere, but stressed out all up in my own head, uh, and don't forget, highly intoxicated to deal with all the chaos that I put myself through by being a selfish butthole. Let's all admit, okay? Let's all admit that first and foremost. You know, hey, yeah, I, that, and that's a tough thing to do. We also, I'm not selfish. I'm not selfish at all. No way. You know, be of course we don't want to feel like we're selfish people. You know, we don't intend to be that way. A lot of us. I know I didn't. It wasn't my intention. It was just the way I was wired. It was the way that I lived my life. You know, and so unraveling that, unlearning that kind of stuff can be really tough sometimes. And we talk about Christmas. What is Christmas? A time of giving. That's what it's supposed to be, right? Now, let's all admit it's nice to get a good gift sometimes. No doubt. Who doesn't like to get a good gift, right? Like the time I got the old homemade knit sweater from Aunt Irene. Wow. <laughs> but have you ever noticed how much better it feels when you get to give someone a nice gift instead of get a gift. Uh, something that has really awoken in my spirit in the last, you know, couple of years, like, man, wait a minute. Like it was so much about me for so long that like this whole new, and I know to some people, this might sound absolutely ridiculous. Like I get it, but being conscious of serving and, and caring and putting others first is really something that, it doesn't come easier naturally for a lot of us, including myself, you know, and then there's, and I want to be fair. There is people that are amazing at that. That's what God gifted them as. Like, here you go. Like you're just this amazing service and, and giver and man, like that is like the best. That's, that's a beautiful gift right there, you know, but for a lot of us, that's, that's not, what we possess, you know, it takes work to kind of get into that. Uh, Jesus said it is more blessed to give than to receive. I read that the other day, Acts 20, 35. And I was like, wow. Yeah. I mean, it's real simple. We're more blessed when we give, we don't, you know, that fulfills us that, 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 that act of giving that act of service. Um, it really does something to our spirit. It really does something to my spirit when I can get into that in the big book, book, uh, big book of AA page 128, it says giving rather than getting will become the guiding principle. I love that page 128 giving rather than getting will become the guiding principle. And it's really about starting to help train ourselves, train our minds, train our, our actions, um, you know, to, uh, to serve others, to put others first before ourselves. And that's really where, um, you know, practicing these principles in all of our affairs, not just with alcohol, that's where this kind of stuff comes in. Now, do I have it all figured out? Hell no. Do I even have a, a, a small percentage of it figured out? Nope. I'm just trying to roll with it and, and learn a little bit each day and, and be at ease really more than anything each day. That's one of the things that's been coming up a lot lately is just like, how about instead of doing more, let's just do less. 
<laughs> like we're trained to, to, we need to do more and I need to do this. I need to do that. I need to, I need to push. I need to do, you know, and it's like, no, nah, maybe, maybe that's not really what it's about. Maybe I just need to like sit back and, and just wait and just be at ease and just rely on, on God, on my higher power to, to kind of guide me through this. You know, and hey, maybe in the give back to the giving thing, maybe that's how old Aunt Irene felt, giving me that old itchy oversized sweater. You know, like I mentioned, I didn't get that at six years old. I had no clue the concept really of giving at that time in my life. And I didn't even start to process the concept till about 26 years later. You know, but I'm sure Aunt Irene felt uh, felt great making those sweaters, making that, making those gifts for, uh, you know, her her great nieces and nephews and grandkids and family, you know. Um, but man, for many of us, it's just taken a long time to become conscious um, and and put others before ourselves. Uh, but let me let me wrap this up. We're gonna move on to number two. I notice when I give with a cheerful heart, when I when I'm happy to give, when I'm I'm freely giving my time, my money my, um, you know, my love, anything like that, a good attitude, spreading positivity. It takes the pressure off of me when I'm praying for other people. It takes me out of my own head, out of my own selfishness. I don't feel as motivated to fulfill my own needs. And in turn, it always seems, it doesn't even always seem, it always does. Like God always provides everything we need anyway. I'm talking about our family. Like we've been in some tough spots and and through the help of family, friends, and of course, God at the top, like we're always provided for, you know, I still battle this in some aspects of my life, whether it's consciously or unconsciously, but there's one thing I'm certain of is that when I'm serving others and when I'm giving, I feel a heck of a lot better than when I'm only serving myself. So focus on giving number two, slow down and look at your feet. One of my favorites. Number two, slow down, look at your feet. Some days can really feel like a blur. Um, you know, some days I don't even remember what day it is anymore. Like life gets crazy running around, making things happen. I'm making things happen. (laughs) I love that. How many times you've heard that or said that, right? Uh, just trying to make things happen. I'm trying to make this happen. I'm trying, I got, I got to make this happen. I got, oh my God, we got to get here. got to get there. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to make this shit happen right now. But what if we didn't have to make things happen? Kind of alluded to this a little, you know, just a few minutes ago. What if we sat back and trusted God to make things happen? You know, what if we, what if we relied like a child relies on his mother or father we relied on God like that, with that childlike attitude. Maybe that's what God wants. We, he just wants us to sit back and trust that he will provide the way for us. Now, that doesn't mean we get lazy either. We have to work at things. We have to put in work. We got to show up. Um, but we can work without pushing, I guess, is what I'm saying. That's that effortless effort that we've talked about so many times. We go with the flow, not against it. The attitude of gratitude, the positivity. Now, where to slow down, look at your feet, come into this, Shane, you might be saying. Well, I first heard that from my buddy Seth, one of my best buddies. Love Seth. Been on the show many a times. Paved the way for for me deciding to go get some help and, and quit drinking. But here's basically what I see and thank you for that, Seth Manter, if you're listening to this. I love you, my, my, my Beth buddy, as Cash would say. But I see, I hear, when I, when I think of look at your feet, if you feel overwhelmed, if you feel fear creeping in, 
you feel lost, uh, anxiety ridden, shaken up, man, just like, just uneasy, like pause for a second, stop, just stop whatever it is you're doing. Take a breath real deep. I'll do it with you. Exhale it out and then look down at your feet doing it right now. I got my Timberland boots on right now. I'm looking right at them. They're comfy. They look good, boy. Let me tell you. But I'm looking at my feet and God's got me right where I'm supposed to be right now. And God's got you right where you're supposed to be in this moment. And that's what it's about. Finding that moment and dropping into it and saying, I'm sitting here in this moment. Here I am. I'm here, I'm doing this, I'm whatever it is you're doing. I'm driving right now, I'm walking my dog, I'm running on a treadmill, I'm sitting on a chair listening to this podcast, whatever it is that you're doing right now, you're in the moment and God's got you right where you're supposed to be. There's plenty of stuff to worry about tomorrow, so don't trip on it. Don't trip, slow down, look at your feet, reset. Number three, just love on people. Just love on people. And then in parentheses, if we're writing this out, right where right where they are at. Just love on people right where they are at. Now, I know for me, and I'm sure for you too, we all want the best for our family and for our friends, right? Maybe for most of them. Depends. <laughs> Just kidding. We want the best though for our family and friends. We want to see them succeed. We want to see them making the right decisions. We want to see them um, making the plan. And a lot of the time, we think we know what's best for them, right? We know, well, you should do this. That's what we want to say. Or we want to say, well, f- well, f-, you know, we want to get, yeah, you know what I, you know where I'm going with that. And that anger starts coming out. Why aren't you doing it this way? Well, screw you. I'm, you know, this, that, and the other. That stuff, man, no good. No good. We're, we're I have to ask myself sometimes, am I trying to fix someone? Am I trying to fix them? Am I trying to tell them what to do? Here's the question I should be asking myself. How the heck can I fix someone when I can't even fix myself? You know, I got a daily battle just trying to handle business myself and, and learn and grow and, and, and be That's stressful enough. You know, but then trying to fix somebody else or, or, or control somebody else or tell somebody else what to do or, you know, and especially if it's a family member or someone close to you, that is stressful. It's out of our control. Here's what we can do. We can keep our, you know, our, we can do our part. We can keep our side of the street clean. Old saying right there, right? And we can share our experience. We can share what's worked for us. We can share what's, you know, what hasn't worked for us if you know, the person, maybe they want that. Maybe they want to ask us that. What's What's been going on? That's fine. But it doesn't mean, you know, that that we're going to try to fix somebody else and try to, do, we, we just need to love on them is what I'm getting at. That's number three, just love on people. Let me just love you, right? I'm just going to keep it simple. It doesn't mean that we don't have boundaries with them. You know, it doesn't, we don't go to certain places. There are certain people in my life that I love that I don't go certain places with because I already know. I already know what is to come of it. It's not my fight, not my battle. What's my battle? My job is to love those people right where they're at. And is this easy all the time? Heck to the mother effing no, it's not. 
it is not easy all the time. It is tough sometimes. And I have to con- you know, constantly just remind myself. I have to have my sponsor constantly remind myself. Right? I can't tell you how many times I've heard buddies say that. Just, just love on them. Okay. And, you know, okay, I'll try. <laughs> I'll try my best. Right? It's not easy stuff. But when, when we're talking about it, when we're listening to it, you know, when we're thinking of it, when we're conscious of it, that is when... Um, you know, that is when we start to, to, to be at ease, to be at peace is when we can do that. You know, and for a lot of us, for myself, hey, we can't learn to love on people until we learn to love ourselves too. That's a whole nother topic, a whole nother, uh, you know, podcast thing. I, I don't have time to get into it. It's not in this today, but something to think about as well. Love yourself too. And then love on some other people that are around you because you can't control them. You can't change them. You can't fix them. Just love them right where they're at. And I'll tell you what, when you do that and you practice that, when I do that and I practice that, I see and I've seen, I've saw, Jess and I have that argument, is it seen, is it saw, I seen, I saw, I don't know. But I have people who have told me before, hey man, one of the best things is you just, you you were just cool with me. Like you didn't ever, you know, you didn't ever try to judge me or tell me what to do. You were just cool. You know, you just shared a little bit and you loved on me. And dude, that, I mean, that means more to me hearing that. It's like, oh man, wow, this actually stuff, believe it or not, it actually works. You know what I mean? My, my way definitely didn't work all those years. So wow, you know, what What a what a, uh, a light bulb goes off, you know? It's a pretty cool thing. So love on them. Love on the people right where they're at that are in your life. You're lucky if you have some people to love you and to love on because this life is short. So just do that. All right, before we get to number four, let me tell you real quick about Clean Cause and let me take a drink of Clean Cause. I've went through a whole bunch of cases of Clean Cause. We've given some out to friends and family and man, I'm drinking a lot of them because they're really good. What is Clean Cause? It's an organic sparkling herba mate energy drink. It's rich in uh, minerals, amino acids, naturally occurring caffeine. There's only 30 calories per serving. There's four flavors. You got peach, raspberry, lemon, lime, and blackberry. They taste great. And you get a crash-free energy boost. Uh, for those of you who drink energy drinks, you might know if you drink the sugary ones, which I have, which I don't do anymore, but I used to, you know how that is afterwards. You, you do crash from that. You don't get that from these at all. And here's the best part. This is one of the main reasons, not just because the drink is good. It's got some caffeine, great taste in 50% off of all clean cause drink profits support recovery from alcohol <laughs> and drug addiction. That was a weak burp, wasn't it? I, tried, I, was, I was hoping it was going to just be like a nice, hefty, manly burp there, but it was mostly air. But I just took a drink of this stuff. You know, it's so good. Made me get a little bit of a burp action out there. But yes, they support all the profits. I mean, can you believe that? What company does that anymore? Like not a lot out there. 50% of the drink profits support recovery from alcohol and drug addiction. And to date, clean cause has granted over $450,000 in sober living scholarships. So if you want to support, and let me give a shout out to my boy, Phil and his lady, Charlotte, two of my buddies, uh, for supporting clean cause too. I know they ordered some t-shirts. Uh, they got the drinks. I, I think I gave Phil a couple of them also. Uh, and, and you can go on there, you can get any swag. You can order a drink, a case, you can get a case a month, you know, half of your, your, uh, uh, your purchase 
goes to helping those in recovery. So it's for a great cause. And you can also get 20% off your first order by going to www.cleancause.com, entering the promo code SOBERGUY. That's cleancause.com. Enter the promo code SOBERGUY. Yes. All right. Five ways to stay sober and lessen the stress at Christmas. Let's go back over the first three, just the titles, not the content. Number one, we're going to focus on giving. Number two, we're going to slow down, look at your feet. Number three, we're just going to love on people right where they're at. Number four, continue to stay active. Even if you eat like crap, this one's big for me. The holidays usually mean, and this I feel like goes for many of us, I like to put on the old Raymer winter coat. It means about I put on about 10 or 15 pounds. I'm actually doing pretty damn good this year, better than I've ever done because I'm staying active. I haven't put on, I've probably, I've maybe put on a couple pounds, but it's nothing like usual. And I haven't been eating great either through the holidays because man, there's all kinds of just great food around. I just got to wild out. And the new year comes, you know, and this new year comes and I'm going to just get to the gym and I'm going to start eating healthy and I'm going to quit smoking and I'm going to quit drinking. And I'm going to, as soon as the new year comes around, right? How many of us have said that before? How many of us have said that many, many times, said it many times. And then I stop hitting the gym, uh, you know, through the holidays because there's cake or there's sugary foods. And I'm like, ah, oh, screw it. I'm eating like crap anyways. I'm not going. That's probably how I put on 10, 15 pounds in the prior years. Uh, and then I got to work that much harder to, to, uh, you know, get back healthy at the beginning of the year or throughout the year. It's tough. You know, I'll, I'll hit the gym as my new year's resolution. <laughs> as Phil says, the hardest machine at the gym is the front door, which is very true. Yes, it is. Our intentions are good, but how many of you know and this was news to me, I had to look it up, only about 8% of New Year's resolutions are actually kept. How many times have you kept an actual New Year's resolution? Um, I can't think of one personally that, I, that I've kept. I can't even think of one that I've made, to be completely honest with you in the moment. But I know I have before. I'm probably drunk one night. I'm just gonna stop it. I'm gonna quit smoking. I'm gonna stop. <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing drunk, drunk Shane voice right now. I don't, I don't know how often I used to talk like that, but I'm sure it's sometimes it would come up. The drunk talk, the drunk promises, the drunk resolutions. This is my last night. I'm done. We've all done it though before. Many of us have, maybe you haven't, I don't know, but many of us have. I know I've done it, you know, and our intentions, like I said, are good, but they usually don't pan out and staying active through all of this is so important for relieving stress for health wise of course that's a given that should be number one and you know doing that through the holidays is going to help you know and i know it's hard to get to the gym or even get a workout in but even a walk i mean make it a priority one of my favorite things to do i've said this many times on the show is to get up really early if it's cold out, it's been raining here the last few days up in Northern California, put the rain, the rain jacket on or the, the vest. I, I'm a good vest guy. I love a good vest. Let me put my hoodie on and my vest over the top because it's got some great pockets in it. I can put my headphones on, listen to a podcast or a sermon or some Christmas music. I've been doing that a lot lately because it's holidays, obviously. Get all bundled up and walk the dog. Even if you just went on a walk, three, four, five days a week, 
early in the morning or in the evening time. Continue to stay active during the holidays. That's how you stay sober. That's how you lessen stress. You know, walking, running, um, biking. You can, if you got a gym, hit, if you like to swim, go to the gym and swim. If you got an indoor pool, um, CrossFit, baby, who's ready to do, go back and listen to the CrossFit episode episode that we did, um, you know, with, um, with a couple of the guys, Trent and Eric, uh, from the gym. Like it was awesome. You know, we talked a little bit about that. It's very, a lot of people are intimidated. I was very intimidated about CrossFit before I started doing it. And um, it's absolutely amazing if you find a good gym with a great community like uh, our CrossFit gym in Vacaville, Vacaville North, good stuff. Like you can, there's all kinds of things you can do is my point. And you might have to, that's why I bring up the CrossFit thing because you might have to step out a little bit and get uncomfortable. You know, I, I'm gonna. I'm sorry to say, you shouldn't have to get uncomfortable though to walk your dog around the block. Or if you don't have a, a dog, just to walk your ass around the block. Do it. Do it. Whatever it is that keeps you active, do it and don't stop doing it. Especially through the holidays, into the new year, and keep going. It's easier to get up momentum before than than waiting till you know that New Year's resolution thing comes around and then the lowly eight percent actually only keep that. Okay, so number five, the last one. This one is so important. It's so important. And at the same time, it's so simple. Have fun. Have fun. Life is short. Okay, lighten up a little bit. It's way too short not to have fun. And rule 62, I go back to it all the time. Don't take yourself so damn serious. And, uh, you know, it's it's real simple. You know, the more... Um, we learn to laugh at some of the things that that used to make us mad. The easier things tend to be. Like I can laugh at things now and just step back and go, okay, and and shake it off. Whereas before, oh man, I'd, it would ruin my day. And and I just said that it would ruin my day. Would it ruin my day, or would I allow that and and ruin my own day? That's a me thing, you know. That's why we're working on this stuff. We're continuing to work on. I want to have fun. I want to have fun with my kids. I want to have fun with my wife, with my family, with my friends. I want to have fun through the holidays. I want to stay sober through the holidays. I want to remember it all. You know, why get mad at things that I can't control? Like, why not just be happy? This light, it's not, you know, if if I took the approach that I was going to die tomorrow, how would my day be today? You know, it might be a little rough knowing that that was going to happen. But at the same time, I would do everything in my power to have the most amazing day possible and love everybody I could and receive love from everybody I could and laugh as much as I could and hug as much as I could. That's what I would do. You know, so have fun. This life is too short to not have fun. Man, I love you guys. I hope those made some sense. I'm going to keep that last one short and I'm not going to go too deep into it because it's it's real simple. Just crack a smile, show some love, have a good time. It's Christmas, everybody. It's Christmas. Save the neck for me, Clark. <laughs> okay, Eddie. I had some some of my favorite uh, movies this season. Um, dude, I've probably watched Christmas Vacation probably, if I was really going to take a guess, I'd say about 37 times. Uh, just this year, just this year. I've probably seen it, you know, uh, 370 times, probably more than that. Uh, total. But uh, man, I hope you guys have uh, a great Christmas. Um, I hope something spoke to you today. 
Um, I hope you have a merry, merry, merry Christmas, a happy new year uh, from everyone, the Raymer family to you. We appreciate you guys. We appreciate all your support, uh, all your love. 2020 is going to be a great year. Uh, we're going to keep putting some podcasts together. Uh, like I said in the in the intro, I don't think you guys understand how much this helps me stay sober, and I hope it's helping you guys too. We're, we're kind of serving each other in that aspect, and that's what it's about, this community, this fellowship, uh, and that's really all it's about. And uh, much appreciated. Share the podcast with a friend. Check us out at thatsoberguy.com. You can connect with us on Instagram, at RealThatSoberGuy, at Shane Raymer on Twitter. Uh, peace, love, and respect. Here's to 2019, the last time of 2019. Keep your blood clean. Jelly of the Month Club. Oh. <laughs>